Welcome to the Inspiring Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Domisha Campbell, and here we have authentic conversations about womanhood to inspire you to align with your God-given identity and show up as your best self. Welcome back. On this podcast episode, I'm going to be going over the self-awareness spectrum to help you identify which category you fall in in regards to self-awareness. So let's get right. Oh, before I get into it, I do just want to go over internal and external self-awareness. Now, I did go over that in last week's episode when I went over the self-awareness blockers. So if you haven't already listened to episode 31 and 32, I really, really would encourage you to listen to both of those episodes before you listen to this one. Nevertheless, though, internal self-awareness, for lack of better terms, is just exactly how it sounds, how we see ourselves. External self-awareness is how others see us. So number one on this spectrum is the pleasers. And as the name suggests, I know most of you, most of us are already familiar with the term people pleasers. These people are going to have high external awareness and low internal awareness. So the pleasers are highly worried or concerned about what other people think of them, even if they're at the expense of that, right? Even if it is at their own expense, right? People pleasers are for this is just called pleasers. The pleasers, they may feel that their own wants and needs do not matter, right? They feel like, okay, I just need to give and do and take orders from others, even at the expense of myself. Oh, what I think and what I, what the dreams I may have, I have don't matter. I need to fulfill the dreams that my mom has for me. I need to make sure that my mom is happy. I need to make sure my dad is happy. I need to make sure my sister is happy. I need to make sure my children are happy. My happiness doesn't matter. Now, that may be an extreme pleaser, but it's possible to fall into this, right? People please, the pleasers may also alter their personality around others. And the reason that they do that is because they have high external awareness. So if they're around others and they're realizing they said a joke that everybody else doesn't find funny or they have a belief that everybody else around them doesn't agree with, then they're going to say, oh, everybody around me is serious. So I should adopt that even though you're a naturally funny person. Oh, everybody around me thinks that this person is a good candidate to vote for so that I should do that too. And that could be very damaging to the self. This is why they have low internal awareness because they're not checking in with themselves. They're not being firm with their values and their beliefs and all of that. It's really, really just all about other people. So what the pleasers can do to get out of this state, to get out of this archetype is to get comfortable with setting boundaries, right? And don't get me wrong, boundaries is just not saying, I can't do this, I can't do this. It it may be that you literally cannot do stuff sometimes at all. But it could also be like, yeah, I can hang out maybe with them once or twice a week, not the five days a week I was doing it out of obligation. Maybe it could be, you know, me and my father have different political views. And when we have conversations around it, they tend to get a little bit awkward or heated. Instead of me, you know, instead of you just cutting contact off with your father, what you can do instead is just not have conversations about politics. And if you do need to just say no, just say no. 
You know, don't worry about, oh, what are they going to think of me? Affirm that you are allowed to respectfully say no to other people and that everything is going to be okay. Nothing's going to catch fire. You're not a bad person. None of that. The reason why some pleasers may be stuck in, in this state is because they may have had some childhood trauma that they've gone through. They may they may be fearing rejection, right? Like I'm going to be rejected out of the social group. I'm going to reject, be rejected in my workplace. I'm going to be isolated from the group if I do not conform to what they want me to, if I do not live up to the expectations that they have of me. Fear is a very, very powerful emo- motivator emotion, excuse me, fear is a very powerful emotion. And if left unchecked, if left unbalanced, it could be extremely dangerous in your decision making skills, you know. So that's number one. Number two are seekers. Seekers are those people, they just never took the time to really think about who they are. Or, you know, maybe the seeker could also be somebody who's going through a life transition, right? You're going from outside of college into, okay, now I'm really an adult responsible for my bills. I'm expected to get a full-time job. Um, Maybe I was hanging out with these people in high school and college and now I'm on my own and I'm going a different route. Or like maybe all of my friends are in the corporate world and I'm like a solopreneur and things like that. Or even maybe like you're thinking like, do I want to have kids? Do I not? What am I doing? Yeah, like it's it could be that. Like you're so you're taking the seeker is really looking for, okay, what is important to me? What are my values? How do I feel about life, right? So the seeker has low external and internal awareness. They're not really too concerned about what everybody else is doing and trying to be so concerned about how other people are seeing them. And also they're not focus on who they are and what they stand for and all of those things. So they're still trying to figure out what the seekers can do is really ask themselves some really deep and hard questions such as what are my values? What do I want out of life? What do I find the most rewarding in life? What are the goals for my life? Can I see themes in my behavior? These are all of the questions that a seeker may want to ask themselves in order to get really clear about what they want from their life, right? And who they want to be and how they want others to perceive them. That's why I did the personal branding episode because when you go into how others are perceiving you, you do have to get deep and to say, well, how, what kind of person am I showing up as? And if that doesn't work, what you you can also do is just ask people, what do you think of me, right? Like if you could use three words to describe me with that, what would that be? Number three on this list is the introspector. The introspector has high internal awareness and the low external awareness. On episode 31, I told you all that I wasn't as self-aware as I thought that I was. And this is the level that I believe that I was stuck in. But, you know, leave it up to me. I thought I was highly self-aware because I was always in my head. 
right? That's what the introspector, these are the people who are always in their head in comparison to the pleaser who is always outside of their head roaming around like, oh, what do they think? What do they think? The introspector is just like, oh, why did I do that? Which can be actually, if you're asking yourself, well, why did I do that? It can be helpful for growth, right? But it can also hinder you if you have an overactive inner critic. On last week's episode, I talked about how the voice of the mother becomes that internal voice of the child within a certain age range. So if you grew up having someone constantly criticize you, it may be possible that you get really down on yourself, right? And you could focus too much on beating yourself up and that is not helpful. And the reason why you would think that the introspectors have high, ex- but they the external is as low because they usually don't see themselves how others sees them. They're, it's usually more negative. So people may think you're a great person if you're an introspector and you may think that people think that you're okay that you don't work as hard, that you're not putting in as much effort. And that could be far from the truth, right? It could be far from the truth, but because you spend so much time in your head, you have a blind spot there. What the introspector can do is focus more on, you know, getting that external output, getting that external um, conversation going about, you know what I mean, to challenge their own views that they're creating for their head or just getting that out external um, perspective to search for blind spots that they may not be seeing. Because if you're in your own head, that's all you have to base it off of. Another thing that I found very helpful in the research that I was doing is the introspector could spend more time on asking why. I mean, excuse me, they should spend more time on asking what instead of why. Because the what, asking what questions will lead you to solutions, Asking why questions could lead you down a negative spiral. So let me give you an example. So say you totally fumbled a presentation at work. You you totally flopped it. You were nervous. You dropped the remote. And you could say to yourself, after the, the interview is done, you go back to your desk and you say, why did I do that? And your brain is smart, right? So your brain is going to come up with the answers because you didn't prepare enough because you you're not a good speaker because you always did bad itself with, with these speakers right your brain is going to come up with answers so instead of asking yourself why what you could do is say well what can I do next time to make sure that I have a successful presentation And now your brain again is going to come up with answers and what you can do instead, maybe, right? Well, what can you do is you can read over your slides uh, X amount of time before your presentation. You can arrive 15 to 20 minutes early and just practice. You can maybe practice in front of friends. Do you see how that shifts when you when you stop asking the why and switch to the what? Why can also lead you into a victim mindset. If you have not already listened to the victim to victor episode, I encourage you to listen to that, especially as women. 
um, sometimes we, we can fall into that. So yeah, the introspector is a unique position. And I believe that this was the one <laughs> that I was stuck in, right? And now I'm moving to becoming more aware. And believe it or not, the way that I'm moving towards being more aware is, ha- is because that someone externally, a coach of mine was able to ask me a question. She was able to point out something to me that was a blind spot for me that I was able to think upon and say, is there any truth to this? And there was, and I grew from it and I'm here now. So if you're stuck in any of these, just know that there's hope. Don't get down on yourself, you know? The next category is aware. You have arrived, right? The aware person has high internal and external awareness. And I just simply, let's just keep it simple. This is a balanced state of being. This is where all of us should aspire to be at. Um, you know, we want to make sure we have high internal awareness. So we're, we're very aware of what our long-term goals, our short-term goals is what we consider to be important, to be important for what we consider not to be important, all of these things. And also we want to be aware of others. How are we perceived by others? How are our interactions with others? What do others think of me? Right. And don't get you don't like I said, you always want to be balanced with these things because you don't want to get back into the pleaser where that's all that you think about. Right. You don't want to think only about what other people think of you because that could be extremely unhealthy. You want to balance that out of what you know to be true. And when you are considering the opinions of other people to help you on this journey, I want you to really make sure that you're careful in the people that you're going to, to ask for opinions about yourself. These are gonna, these should be people that you love, that you trust, that you know have good hearts, that have your best interests at hand. And I just want you to remember that you can't go to certain people for everything. Some of your friends or families may be really good for giving advice at one particular area in your life and they can't speak to that other area in your life. Does that make them a bad person? No, but you have to know what you can go to what, you know, who you can go to and for what. So with that being said, you guys, this is the end of the episode. On next week episode, I'm going to go over ways to increase your self-awareness. If you're enjoying the series so far, I would love if you could just share this to someone that you know needs to hear this, someone that you know that may be struggling with being self-aware because most of the people, (laughs) most people don't know that they're not self-aware. This is why I'm doing this episode. So I need your help to get this out to people who you know may need to listen to that so they can become more self-aware, you know? So with that being said, I will see you on the next episode. Peace.